0: Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other,
1: and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, 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 everybody out there. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Power Women in Insurance. And I have one of my favorite Power Women with me today, Kelly Donahue Yupiro, who I love. We have had her on the podcast. I have been on hers. Definitely check her out with Agency Performance Partners. She is rocking and rolling all over the country. If you follow her on Facebook or any social media, you know that she is a woman on the go. So she is helping insurance agencies across the country. So who better to come and talk to us about all the awesomeness of how to be able to work in today's market. So Kelly, welcome to the podcast again.
0: I feel like I want you to follow me around and introduce me places after that. I love it. I should like emcee. I (laughs) should emcee all these (laughs) like
1: speakers, right? No, but you are and you are everywhere. And I love the fact that Every, number one, everybody knows you. Number two, everybody loves you. You give so many great tips and knowledgeable and hands-on. You're not a you're not a um, a person who talks in what I'm going to call divergent terms. Like you tell people, this is what you need to do, and this is how to help solve the challenges that you have. I love that you don't beat around the bush, and I love that I get to see you at all the conferences and all the traveling that you're doing. So I am super excited to have you here today.
0: Well, same, and I will say I, I think that like not being around this. So I'm from New England, which is like everyone's. Uh, we, uh, my joke is, if you want something sugar coated, just go get a donut. Like that's not <laughs> my scene. But then you go down like you're southern, you're you're in Texas, right? So Texas, I feel like it's a little different. There's like a little bit yeah. more rebel in Texas, right? But go down south, and it's you know I have to kind of have to watch my.
1: <laughs> you bless your heart. You yeah, just but bless I,
0: your heart. But yeah, you know, exactly. But if I go down to like Boston, I mean, or New York City, like I can totally, I can go one level up from what you normally
1: see. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Down here in the South, though, we can tell you to pretty much, you know, go fly a kite and, you know, in a really sweet it way. You never good. know. You're insulted. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, Kelly, I am thrilled and I'm thrilled that you also have that ability to talk in multiple different languages. You are a, um, and I don't really what term you want to be able to use, like a, a business coach. If you, you have lots of, you're so much more than that. You have so many different resources. You work with full teams. You're not like what I think a lot of people think of when they think of business coach, but yet at the same point, You're helping insurance agencies and their teams across the country to level up and you've been doing this for a long time. So tell us a little bit. You've already told us in previous episodes a little bit about you and your business. But tell us about where you guys are today and what y'all are doing today. Yeah, I think the
0: cool part about what we do is we're one of the few companies that works directly with the frontline team, too. So a lot of people like, like they work with the leadership and owners, which we do. Um, but we get like nitty gritty hands down, like, let's go through your processes, your procedures, let's hold people accountable. And, um, cause I, my word, which I'm sure I think everybody has a word. I'm sure you do, but is potential. I want mm. everybody to hit their potential. And even as I get older, I think that gets harder, right? It's easier to sit on a couch. It's yep. easier to not read the book and watch Netflix. It's easier to say like, Oh, I had a rough week. Let me have a glass of wine. Let me not go and, you know, date finish up that project and so I'm always and I I look and I think this is such a cool topic for your your audience like account managers in general I think sometimes give up on that in their lives right Mm. like so much of their life is serving they serve their family they serve their clients and I say well who's serving you and when you ask that Mm -hmm. question a lot they're like well no I just give to everybody else and in this market which is I know we're going to spend some time talking about like that battery now is below empty because yes. we can't solve all the problems in today's market. And so I'm really passionate about, about giving the account manager You are predominantly female. There are males out there, which we love. And we want more males to come in yep. to help in this job too. But um, how can we make them feel confident about this market? How can we make them realize that, you know, it's not just about changing a vehicle and it's not just about saving people money. Like we're here on the worst day of people's lives. And if we mm-hmm. keep our mindset right at that high level concept of what insurance is really here to do, we don't need to apologize that the rate went up. The rate is the rate. The rate is the market. Starbucks Teresa is not it's not apologizing for an eight dollar latte right now. Yep. <laughs> and yet yep. there's a line out there. And that we somehow you're really wrapped up in like, I'm really sorry your rates went up two hundred dollars. Like I don't, I've marketed it out to everybody in the sun, even called friends and family. I've got a GoFundMe page for you to help you pay your insurance. (laughs) And it drains your battery so much that at the end of the day, like you look at your kids, you go home, look at your dog, your plant, whatever you got going on at home. And there's nothing left. And I think it's leading to
1: so much burnout in this
0: industry right
1: now. Yeah. I know I was talking to a team member the other day um, outside sales and um, she we ended up with a situation where the client ended up in an accident like 15 days after we took the policy travelers ends up they're gonna backwards audit policy which the, the exit wasn't there when we wrote the policy right yeah. so now they're like within the first so, so many days of cancellation like we're gonna cancel now we're taking it back out to market saying okay travelers is gonna cancel this now his rate has gone up again like dramatically we can put him nowhere near where he was when we first wrote him. And I mean, I was talking to this team member and she was just like, what are we going to do? And I was like, well, these are our options. And she just looked at me and she was so funny. She just, <clears throat> she kind of, and if you're, if you're, if, if you're, if you're not on the, on the video or whatever, she just did this little like resituate herself. And she goes, the rate right is the right. We only do our best. And I was like, okay. It was like, she heard what we were saying, but she had this whole like, She had to flip her big girl panties, you know, kind of thing, and just say, okay, the rate is the rate. We just have to do our best. And I love the fact that we have to have that mentality, not that we need to be aggressive or not that we need to say we don't care because we do, but we can't sit back and say, like you said, oh, let me go start a GoFundMe page for you or... Whatever medium, okay, like, yeah, a we, like there's none of that <laughs> exactly. Wouldn't it be nice if we had coupons? Wow, that would be even crazier in this industry <laughs> now that I'm thinking about yeah. that. Here's your gift certificate for 10% off this month. You know, I would put on my policy first, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I would 100% have- <laughs> certainly. let me test that out for you. Let me see how that works, right? Let me make sure yeah. I test drive that. So, yeah, yeah, so I do wish we did that, and I think account managers, especially are so service driven, that is their love language. A lot of them and their personality type are so service driven. Um, I think as a leader in an agency, we almost need to give them permission to not have to go fix the world because they feel that drive and that need to be that that fixer. And I think we need to tell them it's okay that they can't go fix the world right now in this situation. No doubt we need to give
0: them permission. And then I think we need to confront some of their own false beliefs, right? Mm, so okay. Account manager, this is like the account manager persona. And I'm going to speak very general. There are people out there that don't fit in this mold. So, totally. It, permission to paint a broad picture, right? Is yep. an account manager's day, they would love to do nothing more than transactions,
1: right?
0: Mm. I, Teresa bought a new car. I added it. <laughs> I took a payment, right? Like, yep. these are very, Frictionless conversations. Okay. So, in their whole world, they're trying to have smooth ice, smooth sailing, no storms, right? And in a market of two or three years ago, when a storm came up, they could reshop, right? And try to find something better and then feel good about their day. So, I yep. come back to the late news. Now, I can debate on this front that that model still had some, if we're truly going to serve people, what does that look like? Because serving people to me doesn't always look reactionary. It looks Mm -hmm. a little more proactive and it looks like coverage. But there is a huge, the the second half of the account manager is, you know, and we all do this. This is producers. This is everybody. We all think everybody's just like us, right? Yeah, we do. So uh, you think that, you're going home and you're having these discussions in your family about budget and bills and everything else. And I always think about like, cause my husband, he hates insurance. And it's the funniest thing. Like I'm going to vi- I have to videotape it when our oh, videotape. I just dated myself. That was, that was, that was really old. Um, our insurance comes in and he has a like mental breakdown of like the yeah. cost. Like, I don't know if your husband does the same thing too, or you just like bypass, you might be smarter than me. And like,
1: I, I just let it come in. I try in. to get ahead of it, but I do have to say when it comes in, he's like, so what, well, <laughs> what are we doing? How much is it? And he's like, have you already reshopped it? I mean, he already knows the questions <laughs> to ask or whatever. He's like, are, are we, what are we doing? And then I say, this is it. And he goes, hey, okay. And then he doesn't want to look at a paper. He doesn't want to talk about it anymore, you know, kind of thing. But he wants to know, but he doesn't want to know. <laughs> well, and it's so Chris Pardee
0: says our agent, which you know, Chris and uh-huh. my husband knows Chris very well too. Like they are friends, and so I was like, yeah. "Do you want to call Chris and talk about this?" And, and like Chris doesn't deal with like our account like that, you know what I mean? Like he would, but he's not going to go in and like review the policy. It's right. going to go to like Darlene or somebody in the office. So. I'm always like kind of cracking up. And he's just like, well, what would I say to him? And I'm like, why don't you tell him about your acts, your tickets that you got? <laughs> you know, like, why are you, there? you want to talk about a premium? Why don't you talk there? But I say this because like, you know, he thinks our insurance should be $13 a month because in his yeah. grand scheme of the world. Now he's a licensed contractor. So when I tell him about remodeling the kitchen, I'm like, that should cost 12 grand. And he's like, <laughs> so, you know, they're <laughs> different. But yeah. what I say is like what happens is I think so much of account managers derive their worth. And mm-hmm. this is a big word worth, right? Or self worth is okay. I I can't ask you to spend more money on your insurance. I know you don't want to do that, which is a false belief. So I'm going to have every time I talk to somebody, if I can save them money, that feels good, right? It's mm-hmm. like a little like you get a pat. So if I shop you and I save you $400, you're going to tell me thank you. That's amazing, right? right? If I call you up and say, Teresa, I think you need an umbrella policy, you're going to say why? And I'm going to have a complicated conversation. And let's be honest, it probably may take two or three years to convince you you need one. So it's not immediate gratification. Right. So account management is push-pull all the time of proactive, reactive, long-term gratification. And like producers are great at this. They'll go knock on the same door 25 times to get that one sale five years from now. Account managers live in a much more like transactional world. And so mm-hmm. when we ask, these difficult conversations about the tools were intimidating enough, in a lot of
1: ways yeah and I think we 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 do like you said I think we transpose our own feelings on other people too oh. I had I had a team member one time say uh, no it wasn't a team member it's my leasing agent at my one of my offices and she was like don't think for other people and mm-hmm. I was like oh what an interesting concept and I really take that into consideration because I know that like if I'm struggling with finances or if I'm struggling with something in my life, I will superimpose that struggle onto other people and they may not have that struggle.
0: And and I think it's our, it's so your brain is wired to protect you, right? So what happens, it's nothing that we can control. We can confront it and say, hold on, that's that little person talking. That's, Mm -hmm. I need to think this through. But really when your brain is trying to protect you, like if I have to, and think about it this way, how many? How many producers like calling a commercial client saying you have a twenty five thousand dollars audit? Right. Like how many times do we check it in, in an email so we don't want a difficult conversation,
1: or we call it four thirty in the afternoon, hoping they don't pick up and then shut your <laughs> computer. I'm guilty of that. yep and then yeah, when you get the voicemail, you do the you do the yes, you yeah. know, behind you like rock on. I just got voicemail. I love it because <laughs> in
0: insurance we're not Disney World, so we don't right. give people a lot of good news. Like what what's the good news we give in insurance? You have got a renewal, like, and that's not what we're used to doing, right? Where your exactly. claim has been paid, it was a stretch. Like we fist fought, we got it covered. Like that's good news. um You have a late fee. That's not good news. <laughs> we don't. Right we're not known for our propensity to give a ton of good news, right? Like that's not how our work works. So now we have all these conversations that are difficult in nature and they kind of like crept up like a, like a frog in boiling water, right? It got like one degree hotter, one degree hotter. And one Mm -hmm. day we'll realize I've taken 20 calls about people being upset with rate today. And let's be honest. That's a really hard job. Yeah. Right. We were kind of talking about it beforehand. Does anybody really want to sign up? Hey, let me go and tell people their rates are going up 20 to 30%. We should just be happy they got a renewal. Right. And let me do that 20 times a day and see how I feel. again. like, you know, and so I think that we have to understand and be empathetic of the fact that the like the goalposts changed. And right. how do we give people the tools that they need in a new game? And how do we identify that we can't live in the past? Because Hey, remember Teresa two or three years ago? Everybody was still like, "This market's so difficult," and everybody just cares about price. We're always backlog. We're always busy. And I'm like, "Well, welcome to 2023, right?"
1: <laughs> true, true. There's always some, I think, some new challenges that we're overcoming, right? You yeah. know, I mean, well, they, the you know the carriers are constantly moving the ball. Number one, they're all they're constantly going, "Oh, we want more home. Oh, we want more auto. Now we we don't want this. We do want that, right?" And then they're like, "Oh, we." You know, we want you to write this much, or, you know, we, we're, we you know, I, and it just feels like everything's always changing. I mean, I've owned the agency now for 20 years, and, you know, I came in in a hard market. I didn't realize how hard it was. I don't think because I was so new, I had no idea the different phases of it. But, you know, in Texas, we had the the mold crisis back 20 years ago, and a lot of people were not writing insurance. A lot of companies had just stopped writing in, in the state of Texas. And I don't think it was a nationwide thing. I don't remember it that way, but, um, all we had was the Texas Fair Plan. Well, I was new enough, and that was really all that was available. So we, just, we were helping people, and I felt like a hero at that point because Fair Plan still came in really good. And I had to tell people, this doesn't have a lot of coverage, but you're not getting coverage anywhere else. So as soon as we have a, a softer market, we'll rewrite you back into the standard line market or whatever. And we did that, and we survived, and we did well, and we built a good, solid agency the first year or two that we were in there and i have to remind myself this industry goes up and down but every time it goes up and down it never goes back to where it was before we we don't ever go back to that you know $700 two two person two drivers you're driving an infinity you know you're never going to go back to that you know $700 a year and that's what i'm trying to say not a month because that's a month now but I love the fact that what you're saying is people that we go on out into the world with, they aren't apologizing to us because their meal went up two, $3, right? If you go out to eat, what used to be a $12 burger is now a $15 burger. But does your waitress apologize? If I go buy a new car, I could have bought a car. Well, I did buy a car in 2009. 2010, I bought a brand new Hyundai Sonata for uh dollars $15,000. And you can't even find anything for $15,000 today. Not even, I mean, nowhere near. And I know that was a while ago, but then I bought another car in twenty fifteen, and I did lease that one, but I think I paid like, 22 for a Honda Civic, you know, and you can even get a Honda Civic now for 22. When we go buy a new car, does the car dealer go, oh, this really stinks because now this Honda Civic is 32,000 when you could have bought it eight years ago, five years ago for 22,000? They don't apologize for that.
0: Nope. I think sometimes we forget. Because it's so what we're used to, right? Like we think right. that we're we are one hiccup away from losing a client, but statistically agencies have 90 plus retention rates, right? Like, and there's a variance to that in your non-standard standard books and things like that. But you know, so I'm like, there's a 93% chance this person's gonna stay.
1: Yeah. Like
0: by math. And so much of the hard market has led us all to drive on feeling, and feelings are exhausting, right? Like yeah because they're not logical, they're not rational. It makes every policy seem individualized versus how many of them just renewed in the background and paid their premium and you never even heard from them. That's the vast majority. Mm -hmm. We're going to be a lot more right now. And a lot of those people, you have the difficult conversation and they renew, but due to technology, especially in personal lines, it's not always like popping up in your man's blogging, Kelly renewed, (laughs) you know, like it's news and you move on and you don't even really think about it. And I just encourage everybody, like, I think that now is a great time for agencies to share metrics with their team, like, Mm
1: -hmm. because
0: every, we do a lot of dashboards for our clients with um, data, and I mean, this quarter closed, and we're, so we're processing bonuses, right, so we have a thing called the growth bonus, which is, hey, as the book grows, so we're book growth people, because I'm adding a youthful driver. I'm thinking Cha-Ching, right? Yep. I'm not reshopping an account or reshopping an account and adding that umbrella in. I'm Cha Ching. A lot of agencies are like new business cancellations. And I think that there's more in there. The audits, the rate increases come in. So yep. I'm growing. And people are walking away with thousand dollar bonuses on our bonus program because the agency grew a million dollars in premium for a quarter. Right. It's right. Impossible to do and not a hard market. So the upside is we're growing. So how do we go ahead and take this hard market and say it's not all garbage, right? Right. <laughs> so, upside, right. Road, more tools, more resources. Give your team tools and resources. The other side is run off the garbage, business. Run it off. Don't spend time on it. Let it go to the places that it needs to go. But if they don't want to pay and they want to stomp their feet in their monoline, you know, policy that is constantly lapsing, do the instinct. buy, bye bye it. <laughs> right. And let it run off your book right now. Encourage it to run off your book because you don't have time. You need to get to your A clients that are at $5,000 premium personalized accounts that are taking a 20% rate increase. And that's $1,000 more. And you are going to get that phone call because if your cell phone bill went up 20%, you would call. So there's an opportunity here. And I think for me, I'm encouraging agencies, you need to be a wartime CEO. Like peacetime Mm -hmm. is you just... The ship's going and you just keep it on course. We are the ship is not going in that same direction. You need to be out there with your team and you need to give them the tools that they need and the and what your expectations are. Like you're to your point, give them permission. Get yeah. rid of the get rid of the I'm gonna set a swear on your podcast. I won't do that.
1: <laughs> all <good> by me. <laughs> I don't want to turn off
0: the viewers, but get rid of it's the like, garbage. Like it's yeah. you've been wanting to do this all along. Now is your perfect
1: opportunity. And I think some people are using this opportunity and I love the fact that they are to be able to say, what type of an agency do we choose to be? I think that when everything is so price driven and everything is such a, I mean, ages were grab, but like, you know, everybody's you like, could write, you could exactly
0: everything off in your door
1: and i think a lot of people have written a lot of junk business you know a lot of really challenging people and a little a lot of really challenging locations and properties and you know a lot of really challenging clients and i think to be able to give our our team members permission to say that's not the type of agency we choose to be and i think that this market is going to force a lot of insurance agents to be able to say hey what do i really want rather than what am i willing to do because i think we're seeing that so many people are crankier, they're, you know, the shoppers, the heavy shoppers, Your 20%, 20% that are going to shop you every year. They are shopping, right? So let them go. If they're the shoppers, not that I want to lose 20% of my business, because that's not it. We mm-hmm. just need to be able to say, I love it, the buy, 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 right? Because that's not who we want our target market to be. No, but let's talk a little bit about this permission thing, because I think
0: what happens is we have a team meeting or we send out an email and that's where it goes, right? But mm. these behaviors have been hardwired into people for years, right? Right. Or, and, 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 you know, we, there's like, there's what Teresa says, and then there's our own personal values. And generally on the phone, if I don't know the right tools, I don't always know how to have that difficult conversation, right? So what is right. my default going to be? I'm going to go back to what I know and I feel comfortable with. And so I think when we, when we talk to agent owners, I'm like, you have to write it down and you have to tell it to them 22 times. And you got to audit it, and you're auditing out of kindness, not micromanagement. But you're saying, why did we reshop this person who had lapsed? It's our standards are we let that go, because we need to level up. And you need to kind of like rewire people's brains. Is that when you reshop that, or you know, you rewrote this person, that took an hour of your time, and we just put a not great quality piece of business on a company that we really need to be successful, right? Right. In that time frame. With that hour, could you have reached out to four A or B level clients and checked in with them? And the answer is yes. So you're helping the wrong person. It's the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And we need to encourage that these people, and for me in this hard market, there's just a word that I use like 7 million times a day, which is trust. Do Mm. our
1: clients
0: trust us? And how do you build trust, Teresa? You build trust by being proactive, by being there, by educating Mm. Like not just showing up when they call. When they call, that trust is already a little bit weak, right? Like, right. what happened here? Where are you? I'm finding you. And it's going to happen. You'll never be 100%. But I think that the agencies that really focus on the good times of building trust mm-hmm. are now have a whole different follow-ups than the agencies that were very reactive in nature. And now they have to go build trust in a very difficult market when you already have bad news on the table.
1: Yeah. And I think those agencies that are focused on proactiveness have that deeper relationship up front when these harder markets show up. So therefore, the people reach out to us with a calm, pleasant demeanor yeah. more than the ones that are more your your react- re- reactionary type yeah, you clients. People, you people keep raising my rates. You people. Why did you raise my rates? I didn't do anything to you, lady. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes I, just like, people, hey, I, I didn't do right. anything.
0: Somebody said that um client had paid in full for their policy. They bought a brand new Lexus from like a 1998 vehicle, and they said, "Well, I paid. I already paid my policy. <laughs> there should be no there should be no addition." It's like, no, I paid in full. We're good.
1: <laughs> no, that is hilarious. Hello, loyal listeners.
0: Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you. Maybe not. With NBS as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, a.k.a. agency. Don't settle for less, do more with NBS. For more information about nationwide brokerage solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. CAS certified. So, these things help, but that's, you know, it's but then when you have that relationship, it's like When you call up the person and say, how's your husband? You know, how's this? How's your dog? That, that, so let's talk about what's going on here. And then they trust you because they, they value your guidance. But if you haven't talked to somebody in five years and taken a couple thousand dollars from them, there's very minimal trust.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to a meeting and it was for GKIC, which is a big marketing thing. It's a big marketing education platform. And this was years and years and years ago. And there was a lady that was um really big in the industry with with them and she was speaking from the stage and she made the comment specifically about an insurance agent. She was like, she was like, I give my agent four thousand dollars a year and I don't even get a birthday card, you know, kind of thing. And I thought that really stuck with me about how people perceive that they are paying the agent this much money. Amount. Yeah. The whole amount, the whole amount. And they think that's what we're making or something, that we're yeah. personally pocketing that. They just have a different thought process than the reality is. And when it comes down to coverages, they don't think about that. They don't think necessarily about, you know, water backup and foundation. and Or they'll call and they're like, oh, well, you know, I got foundation coverage. We need to do piers and beams on my house, especially in Texas. We're like, that's not what, it's about and you know you just people don't know and I'm always really shocked even that people who are 50 60 years old and I say this because I just turned 50 last month but who call and they don't yeah 50 50 Mm -hmm. I'm like oh kind of scary but they don't even know like they ask me well what's comp what's what's comp what's comprehensive coverage like what does that do I'm like you are 50 you've been driving since you were let's say 20 generously if not 15 and you have no idea what comp and collision the differences are people are like oh i got full coverage no that's not the point you know but people don't and it it is our job to educate but it's also our job as leaders to educate and empower our team on how to look for the right business on how to be able to walk away from the business we don't want because i think part of the reason is people don't know how to walk away from the, the, the business that they don't necessarily want. I know how to not like pursue it, but how do I walk away from it? You know what I mean? How do I say, Hey, this is well, not the business that we hard. want. I think a lot of people just have a hard time dealing with all that.
0: I think it's, a, it's, it is hard. Right. And it's hard to say, it's hard to tell your team we want to grow, but then we want to lose policies. Right. Like yeah. it's, there's definitely like an oxymoron in there, but I also think, and this is why I'm such a passion on like the leadership component, like. Your voice, so you get that voice inside your head, right? Like, oh my gosh, she's gonna be so upset. Blah, 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 blah. The voice of the leader needs to kind of be brainwashed in to overpower that little voice. Well, well, mm-hmm. I'm looking at this account more strategically than that open heart of service of we're we're open for that. anything, anytime, anywhere. Like, you need, and this this takes patience on the leader's part to say we've been running this way for a decade. Do we think one meeting in a conference room is going to undo a decade of the way we've been running? Probably not. And we have to also remember as leaders, managers, owners, whatever it is, we think differently. We have access to all the numbers. We have access to things that they don't have. We have access to peer groups like you're in so that we're hearing a different message and we need to be able to communicate it down to their level. And they need that security that we are at 93% retention rate. So When I start having those self-doubts, we're at 93% retention rate. The incumbent agent already, I have the upper hand when this person calls in upset. You know, there's the person is reacting. And if I let them react and I'm kind and I'm empathetic, we're then going to get to the plan, right? So, Mm -hmm. you only last for two minutes on a call. And then, and the example I like to use is you fly a lot, I fly a lot. Like, a flight gets canceled. It's chaos at the gate for two to five minutes. And I've literally timed this. And I'm like, interesting. And then at five minutes, everybody comes down. They're like, I need a plan. How am I going to get home? And Mm -hmm. that's what they're looking for. So that reaction is where we live because that's what we remember because it stings. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's going to look at you. They called you, right? They didn't call somebody else. They called you. So let them react. Then let them breathe. And then say, I'm so glad you called. We have some some things we can go through. Let's start reviewing everything. Make sure we get it all up to date. And we're going to leave here with a plan for you. And the plan might be that we need to change some coverage. The plan might be that we have to stay where we are. But I'm glad you Mm. called me so we can work on this together. And then you calm them down. Mm. I think we forget how much power we have over, you know?
1: Oh, good point. Good point. I think people... I agree with you. I don't think people understand how much power we have. I really don't. And I think we need to also... Kudos people, even people sitting next to us in the same office, you know, hey, you did a really great job on that call, you know, Um, I called I called the carrier the other day looking not really looking for a fight, but I was expecting an argument with, with and um, I was on zoom most of my team is on zoom most days because we're a virtual agency and it's yeah. how we kind of keep up with each other. And my daughter works for me now and she was the only one in the main room with me. And um, and I called and I was like, well, what about this? And the guy was like, that's a really great point, Teresa. Let me go ahead and take a look at that real quick so we can discuss that. Well, what I'm seeing here on my side, and I was like, oh, and it totally like deflated me. And it was really funny because as soon as I hung up that phone call and I didn't even realize that I di- wasn't muted. And my mom, go- my my daughter goes, my daughter goes, mom, he was good. (laughs) And I was like, Uh what? She was like, he listened to you and he was good. Like he took care of it. And he just went, you just, he said, she said, I even saw your body language go, oh, okay. You know, kind of thing. And so it was, it was really funny because she and I ended up having the conversation that whenever we are kind of approached that way from other people's perspective, sometimes we just need to listen, look at the facts. And then, like you said, create a plan with them on how we can work together to be able to not maybe fix it, but just make sure we're in the best place possible. Because then they feel like they've been taken care of.
0: Sometimes the news is just the news. The rate is the rate. Sometimes there are things we can't do. And I think we're all grieving the fact that we could have. We're not quite over that grief yet that, well, my default was I could shop it and I could. We can't yeah. do that anymore, right? So it feels like something's missing. It feels like we're, we're 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 losing. But the reality is, I'm optimistic that in this market, the best agents will be created of all time, and we will learn how to have these difficult conversations. Maybe kicking and screaming, but we will learn our tools. We will also learn how to communicate our true value, which is there's a person who's here looking out for your best interest. I may not be able to fix it, right? Because that's what we were in the habit of doing for a decade. Is Fix it, fix it, fix it. You jump, I say, you know, and I fix it. Yep. And now let's talk a little bit more about the coverage. And we're going to talk a little bit more about the quality of the carrier. You know, like I look at Louisiana, not too, too far from where you are. Yep. And we have an agency that went through, 17 home carriers went insolvent. That's the worst thing that happens 17.
1: in this market. Wow. Three.
0: And some of their clients have been with three different markets this year, this one term. Because it just was insolvent. And so we have to realize this could get worse than where it is right now, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can.
0: Are their ratings, carriers go insolvent. Guess what? Like in Florida, by the way, in California, are like laughing at the rest of the country. Like we've been here, you know, uh, like uh, we've, been, we've been here. And there's still some insurance agencies there and there's still people paying premiums. So, you know, like if I look logically at it, I understand. But when I'm confronted on the phone with that person that says the you people, I don't know what to do. Mm. Right. So what happens is you go into that nurturing mode of let me fix it. And we forget there's nothing to fix. And mm. so then we, which I think is the kiss of death that I would hope that everybody writes a soundless in podcast and you had alluded to it. We, we just we cannot apologize. OK, mm. like I don't want apologies because. I only apologize when I mess things up and I need to save my apologies because I mess a lot of stuff up. (laughs) So I have a little jar of apologies and I'm not going to say I'm sorry for your rate going up when you know what? You had an accident and we're in this market. And so I'm just here to tell you what's going on and then to tell you what your options are and then Mm -hmm. your job is to pick from those options. I love it. You know, I don't know that they're, and and I got trained early on that, like, imagine the person's got an $8 Starbucks and designer jeans and their nails are done and they're wearing a big watch. Like they're wearing an Apple iWatch watch and they're complaining about their rate. And I was like, is it they don't have the money or they don't want to spend the money? True. Because I still see a lot of people out to eat and I see still a lot of airports full of people going on summer vacation.
1: Yep. Yep. And there's a lot of people out there buying Sixty thousand dollar cars. There's and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what they should be doing. I mean, I have no problem with. That. I mean, you know, it's just we also have to understand this is just the way it is. Yeah, it's just the and way it is. It's there's no
0: there's no solving it. It's like you go into the dentist, they say you have a cavity. It is what it is. I can't complain and scream and yell and be like, no, look again.
1: Yeah, still <laughs> so <the> cavity. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: and here's the cost to get your cavity fixed, and we have to deal with it, but. I want to encourage people to think like when you get that client that calls in and says, you people, remember, why did my rate go up is only a question similar to where do I send my payment similar to, you know, Hey, um, how can I get a copy of my policy I'm renew, you know, my deck page I'm, I'm refinancing. And I think we think, why did my rate go up triggers us? Unlike any other question that we get out in Yeah,
1: I would agree <laughs> with that.
0: But Remember, your cell phone bill goes up 20%. You're going to call Verizon and say, why did my rate go up? You're going to listen. And it probably just is what it is. You're going to keep paying your cell phone bill. So I think we yep. take that question. So uh, like a couple levels less than we, like deeper than we need to.
1: Just answer the yeah. question. Right. And we also, I think, you know, I so where do you think we do see the industry kind of leveling up and i know with these conversations and so forth but where do you see that we can be better as leaders on this i know i know dashboards are really really great giving our team tools with conversation paths um documentation. Where do you feel like the next leveling up? Because I don't feel that this is over. I don't feel like this hard market is over. We we just got notification here in Texas that Encompass is not gonna write any more homeowners insurance as of Monday, the, the July 10th. We we already saw nationwide backed out of most, you know, the entire country and the vast majority, vast majority, but we're we're seeing some companies will only do six month auto pay in full, right? Rather than monthly, we're seeing changes. We're still seeing them. And I think we're still going to continue to see them. My opinion is for the next 18 months until we'll at least maybe level off in about 18 months to two years. That's my opinion. And that's just an opinion. But where do you see the future of leveling up? Because I think you have been such a great voice for proactive connection. Um, and people talk about how the insurance industry is a relationship-based business, and it is, but it doesn't mean we have to feel everybody's feelings, and it doesn't mean we need to carry everybody's burdens. Sometimes we get that confused with the word relationship, I think, right, right, that we right. think that means we need to, again, fix. But mm-hmm. where do you see kind of the future of leveling up to go? Where where should we put into the universe that we want to see agencies okay. meet the challenge of where we're at yeah. and where we're going? This, we're, I'm not, we're not there ride or die, right? Like- right.
0: <laughs> Like, not bearing any bodies for you. I'm, I have a very specific role, and it is to protect your assets. So, I think if, I heard rumors that we're going to be here three to five years because that's how long it'll take the carrier's rebound profitability. Probably. Um, And so, and the reinsurance then has to have security to come back into our market. And and that's the scoop. So, you're killing uh, me. You're
1: killing me. I don't uh, disagree with uh, you, but yeah, I was was hoping for 18 months to two years, but I agree with you. It's going to be at least three three to five. I I, do. I
0: I mean, I think there'll be some ups and flows to it, right? And a lot of it will be pending what our weather looks like. If Florida gets blocked, if we get wildfires, Texas has had hailstorms and we've had all these tornadoes. Like, Mother Nature has decided that it is not her year. (laughs) Yeah things. But um, so I, I think a, a couple of things on the future, and then I want to give leaders a little checklist of some things that they can do. As okay, right. See if that's cool. Um, so one of, I think, you know, three to five years, the agencies that are holding on by a thread will sell, right? Like, mm. And I mean, like, there's some agents out there, they're 72 years old, not a real perpetuation plan, the technology will get hard, these carriers will get hard. And unfortunately, if they sold last year, they would have sold here and they're going to sell here. Okay. Mm. That's one. Um, I think a lot of your not ideal clients are going to go more to your online formats. um, Right. Because it'll be cheap and fast and that's what they're looking for. And honestly, they were not a congruent fit for what you're trying to do for the most part. Right. Um, I think that we are going to have to deal with scaling our agencies and that that account manager and I, I tease people, I don't know how much new business we're gonna write, but we're still gonna grow because yeah. of that. So what if you took your salespeople and said, you're now on our save team? We need you to sell people and why to say, because that's a skill set that is, you know, different. Now a lot of mm-hmm. I can argue a lot of salespeople in insurance are no more than order takers as well. The phone rings, I quote, and I sell it, and they're not really going out and prospecting. So use that talent to say, someone's in there. Salespeople just tend to have a more cool, calm, like they don't get as rattled by some of the things out there. So you might need to look at that. Um, I also do think that in this marketplace, uh, you know, and this kind of goes into some of the leadership topic, kind of the checklist that we have. But one of the first tools you need to give your team is you need to control the message. You need to write blogs, have Mm -hmm. videos, have email templates that after a difficult call, they can send out with a video of the owner, right? Just saying, this is what's going on in the market. Because hearing the message more than once from different people and have articles like the Dallas Times says, here's what is going on insurance. Give credibility, but make it available yeah. for them to hit a button and say, here's where we're at. I just want to share these resources with you. Because that's one great way to build trust and give your team tools. Next up, I would have every agency start. Get everybody in a circle. Stand up, look at each other, and start the day positive. We call it our happy hour meeting minus the cocktails. What's one good thing that happened today? Start the day off positive. Don't think doom and gloom. But it, we've helped people all day. But we remember that one person that punched us, and we need yeah. to remind we ourselves we're doing good work, right? So have a daily happy hour meeting. We talked about the metrics. I also say as a leader, you get a pulse of your team, but reach out to someone proactively and say, "What's the most difficult thing on your plate today?" I'm going to do that for you,
1: mm.
0: right? Like, cause there's a call they're dreading. There's yep. just a call they're dreading. So say, I'm going to do that. You're going to be here with me. You're going to hear, cause they'll hear what you say and they'll see that it was okay. And they're never going to raise their hand and say, Teresa, could you do this call for me? <laughs> they may, but that's very rare, right? Very rare, right. But you're going to show up for them saying, I looked, that's the most difficult thing. Send it my way.
1: Yeah. And you're modeling and, how to be able to do it and that it's not scary. Well, absolutely. that it is scary, but that you overcame. You stepped over your fear and or the fear of the situation to be able to model that because sometimes people need to see that in action.
0: Yeah. And I think there's a little glass tower situation that goes on, right? Like, well, we're on the front lines. Like you're here. You want yeah. to get involved in this real bad. You get involved with the Carrier and like it's out of the scope of a normal day. Like you're going to kind of get in their role. So it reminds you how hard it is too. Yeah. But it's not high level tier your clients and be very clear and document it and tell people the ones that you don't want them spending time on who doesn't Good get. Reshopped? Yeah. Like I'm a big believer. If it's monoline, it doesn't get reshopped. It needs to be sold That's the only way we're doing it. So you right. as an opportunity, but you know, and you might need to fire those clients. If it's hard to do, just say, Hey, I don't think we're the best fit for you. I'm going to give you a copy of your policy. I'm going to send you a cancellation letter that you can sign. And we wish you the best finding someone else. It's it's like firing somebody. It's probably a thirty second conversation that's awkward, but you could do anything for thirty seconds, <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? Right. That's my that's my roller coaster motto. I can do anything for thirty seconds when I'm on a roller coaster. Going like, oh my god! Yeah, kind point. of what we're at right now. Right? We're on that roller coaster. Going, <laughs> oh my gosh! But we can do anything for thirty seconds, you know? And yeah. and I, mean, I agree I, with you. I think that self talk is super important because I think that's really what's getting into a lot of people's heads right now is that self talk.
0: Absolutely. And they don't like your team's working remote. Like, who do I talk to after a bad call? My dog. Right. Like if there's a little isolation going on or you're in an office or everybody's pissed all day long. So everyone just then gets pissed. Yeah. Have it very clear who gets a remarket, who does not. And what new business you're in, because you will see an awful lot of new business people spend a whole lot of time chasing down rabbit trails of stuff that's just not going to get written. And they'll spend four or five hours on it. And that four or five hours can go someplace way, way better. Like, yeah. You know, if you can't find a home for it in 15 minutes, you gotta move on. Don't go, right. but we like the challenge, right? Like I think, I heard, I you know right. Um, another tip for leaders, your attitude matters. You need to walk in pumped, psyched, mm. happy, because if you start going like, oh, this market, guess what? You just gave permission for everybody to do it. And True. I say call, call another agency, call your call a network, call a group, call me, call Teresa, call anybody, but just don't vent in front of your staff. Don't fend about a carrier, an underwriter, a client. Just say, you know what? Your attitude is contagious as a leader. They are watching you. And when you come in bummed out, they will. you've given them all permission to do the same. And instead, you need to be giving high fives. So um, I think that you need to do two things to keep your team morale high. One is know their favorite things. We have a favorite things questionnaire. Like, what's Teresa's favorite color? What's her favorite soda? What's her favorite ice cream? What's her kids' names? What's her you know, what are the, what is she like? So if I see Teresa killing it, I'm like, dude, here's a Snickers. <laughs> I, love it. I see Teresa's having a real tough day. I'm like, get in the car. We're going to McDonald's, getting a McFlurry. We're just doing it. Get out of your desk. Come on. Like, because you know, you can give out gift cards that are just don't mean something to somebody and mm-hmm. you make it personal and you're good, but Realize that we're not going to grow necessarily for the new business. So there should be hazard pay right now. We're in a hazard situation. And a lot of agencies yep. are also short staffed. So there yep. is room really in the budget to maybe think about can I give some bonus money and, and hazard pay to say thank you to them for working as hard as they are?
1: Percent. Um,
0: have coaching meetings. That's another one. One on one. And they're awkward as snot in the beginning, right? You're just gonna look <laughs> what's going on. Nothing. What's going on? Why am I here? I got seven million things. What are you doing? Like Right, but after the third or fourth one, it's like "Mm, I think I think Sharon's really upset today. Oh, Sharon's upset. Don't tell her I told you. No problem. Sharon, get in the car. We're going for McFlurry. Like you'll get the you'll get the the back channel. Yeah, really, you need right now. You know, and then you can help them confront their own false beliefs. That everybody just cares about price. Well, let's look at your numbers. You sold three umbrellas. That's not price. (laughs) Yeah. Back. Um. Role play. Everybody hates that. And then know your carriers. I think now is a time to slim down who you're going to send business to. And I know that's a moving target, like you said, Encompass and things like that. But make sure you know the discounts. I see a lot of times mm-hmm. we're reading wrong <laughs> mm-hmm. because the guy like the guidelines are so crazy. The discounts are mortgage free. There's stuff that's not may- maybe not be in your radar or that's not on your quote sheet. Yeah, those discounts in, but they're so spread out and so specific that you almost need to say like. We want to save money for people. These are all the questions we're going to have to ask. And it might be torture to get them from people, but that pain of saving money is worth it if we can add on those. And some of those three and 5% discounts start stacking up when now you're in a better situation and you can't keep them all straight. So yeah. that's kind of our tips for leaders. Um, and give the last one is just give your team time off the phone. Designate quiet time. you know, And designate team to have time off. Like you see them crispy, like once a quarter, you all need to take a day. I don't care what it looks like. Take a day. I love that. And so I think we've got to think like that. And account managers aren't going to come to you and say, take this call off my plate, Teresa. We have to go to them and like, yeah, (laughs)
1: physically force it. I love it. I love it. And I do think that as leaders, we have to level up because we have to be the visionary for the next the way that the industry is going to grow and go and for wherever we're going to be. Because otherwise, if we don't lead them, then the problem is, is that sometimes, and I, and this is exactly what you said, and I loved it, that other, the other negativity festers that we have to set that tone. And I love the, the very specific, again, hands-on ways that you give so many good recommendations on how to do that. And I think, I think that's what all agency owners have to do. And we have to almost, I think, create like ambassadors, like other people in leadership to also carry that when we're not around and or um, do that, like maybe on, you know, water cooler talk, right? So like, I might not be at the water cooler at this moment, but if, you know, somebody else is in the water cooler, you know, and they know that we have this conversation that we are trying to keep our conversations positive and healthy and 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 forward moving, then you know, they have they have the opportunity too to not engage in some of the negativity too that we can kind of get, you know, stuck in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And listen, it's not easy on you the leader too, but at the end of the day, I think leaders have
1: some more resources that they can tap into. Well, Kelly, if people want to reach out to you and your team, because your team does work with people. I know you have online options for people who don't necessarily contract directly with you because I do a lot of that. And then um, you have some great videos. You have so many great programs. How can people reach out to you? Yeah.
0: So social media is always good. You can email us, go to our website. I I say like we, we put blogs out there, like even if you don't want to subscribe to our online resources, you could go to our website and do some searching. And I, well, I think we have over like 800 blogs. So you're probably going to yes. find an answer to some of your questions um, or subscribe on YouTube. But for me, like our, our goal is just to give people the tools that they need, whether that's working directly with a coach or whether that's working directly online or just going to our website and getting in for free. Cause you're just, it's, it's actually funny. You'll get a kick out of this. Um, we have a chat bot on our website and Usually, like once a week, about like 1130 at night, someone starts chatting and thinking it's a real person. And my this is this is my what I think happens. I think someone's had a rough day, had a couple cocktails, and then starts like <laughs> searching, like, how do I do blah blah blah? And our child comes on and they start like, Well, that's good, how's it going? <laughs> so Arch, if you're having a bad day and had a couple cocktails, our chatbot,
1: will help you too. <laughs> I love that. They can be your friend at 1130 at night when you got a glass of wine going. Don't
0: <laughs> listen to all your agency woes, you know. <laughs> That's it. I love I it. I love it. Just remember it. you're not alone. Everybody's facing this in the whole country. Yeah. I think I think a lot of times too that we forget, like it's everywhere. When nationwide shuts yeah. down new business, it's everywhere.
1: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Kelly, for joining us. This has been awesome. And I hope everybody reaches on out to you and gets those solutions that you really that they are really looking for in this in this uh, market and where we're going and where we're going for the future. So thank you for time today. Well, thank you for coming on. This is like the super
0: energized. Like I was like a little sleepy coming in, but like you just gave me this huge puff of energy. So you're Good. a great podcast host.
1: You're ready for the second half of your day. I don't know where you are in the country because it's like almost 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. So if you're out in the eastern area, you're ready for your second half of your day, you know.
0: Yeah, I am. I'm at home today. So heading to a team meeting, but thank you so much,
1: Teresa, for all you do for all the women out there too. Oh, thank you. And everybody make sure you do check out the podcast. We are on Apple iTunes, Google, Spotify, uh, Google podcast, Spotify, all the places. And do make sure you check it out. We typically have a new episode every single Wednesday where we talk to another amazing person in the insurance industry, mainly women hearing their stories, learning how they're rocking it out there, but then also applying that to the entire industry so that We can go on out and be able to make better friends and and, um, wonderful compatriots throughout the entire industry. So do check out the podcast every single Wednesday. My name is Teresa Kitchens and everybody, I'll talk to you next week.